Hey guys, um, why can't a T-Rex clap his hands? Why can't why, a T-Rex Brian? clap his hands? Tell me, I'm so excited. He's, he's a dinosaur, he's fucking extinct. <laughs> ah. Welcome, boys and ghouls, to another goddamn episode of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. <laughs> oh, we were just talking about before we got on here about how dinosaurs didn't exist and fossils are there to challenge our faith in Jesus, <laughs> um, <laughs> which we were just talking about a minute ago and that I truly believe. Actually, I don't know if I believe that or if I believe that like... Um, like early humans rode dinosaurs around like they say at the creation museum yeah i actually they got I, a nice they got a nice setup down there that you can't know, be fake can we like a so you guys like make fun of me for being a horse girl but can i be like a dino girl where i'd like just pretend like all the horses i rode on were just dinosaurs can like can we just like switch Honestly, up the narrative this here? whole thing about like how dinosaurs <laughs> are like related to birds is horse shit i mean obviously <laughs> I say that dinosaurs look a lot more like horses See, than look birds. At my narrative is shifting. I have a whole new persona now, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm Dino just going to start. <laughs> you break dinos' manes. <laughs> I would much prefer to have dino girl than horse yeah. girl. This is, this is Meg's new narrative. Like Everybody thought she wears dino- boot cut jeans. And, like, yeah. Everybody thought hair. dinosaurs were like lizards, but then they were like, oh no, dinosaurs have feathers, and now Meg is, no, dinosaurs have manes, and I braid them, and they're pretty. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? It's like what I wear every day is um, these painted cowboy boots that have dinosaurs on them with like rhinestones and like really crazy you know just um like uh it basically looks like there's um like spikes on the back of them mm-hmm. it, it's like super fashionable you know can it's I called say, dino can chic. i say something real quick of course <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> um <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know why sometimes a perfectly placed sounds about right it's sick as burn one time we were at vintage estates in boardman and one of uh this guy was like a professor at ycu that we used to hang out with he's a good really good guy very eccentric stereotypical professor guy he was talking about how he used to guess people's weight at the at the carnival and just <laughs> nobody was laughing and making fun of him and uh my cousin just goes yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> and to this day, it was the sickest bird I ever saw. Everyone like pointed at him and laughed. It was great. You know what, though? I feel like that might actually be like the best job, and I wouldn't mind doing it just mm-hmm. to like make fun of people because I would like come up with some very obscure numbers that would either be extreme one or the other. <laughs> just miss taking people's money and then insulting them about that. That's pretty but dope. I would, I but I would pencil. also probably, yeah. But I would also probably try to guess their astrological sign and then mm. come up with something ridiculous. But then also come up with a huge backstory for it, guys. I have a plan. My yeah. new career is chosen for me. Yeah. Let's fucking go. I can I can guess people's ages pretty darn good. I'm just saying. I mean, listen. I was a carny. <laughs> I was not a ride carny, carny or a game carny. I was a food service carny, which is which is like on the hierarchy of carnies, like one end being like, depending on how you think about it, the, the, the hierarchy, the high end or the low end, but it's definitely the more hardcore end is the, is the game carnies and the ride carnies. Yeah. And then the you food service the carnies are like the, the, the kind of just carnies that dabble, you know? Right. Oh, you know, I mean, I definitely didn't 
like wear a shirt and I was like super drunk all the time. Oh, and like I had a that lot doesn't of like, sound very food safe. I don't know I, if I would want to buy like French fries from you. Oh yeah. That, I, I mean, don't know if I would want to buy French fries from you with a shirt on though either. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, we used to, when we used to get the big giant boxes of potatoes that were like all covered in dirt, we used to put them in the sink and the sink wasn't even hooked up like to wash them. And then we would just, as a joke, grab the little sprayer thing and go, <laughs> and then we just throw the dirty potatoes. You just like every time you uh, hand over an order, you're just like, gotcha, fucking. You're like, what? You're like, never yeah. mind. No, <laughs> we we would just say like, we'd just be like, here, have your disgusting fries, you stupid idiot. Give me your money. Like, oh, I love it. I like, love Like, you don't it. care because there's not like, there's no customer service at a car. Yeah, what are they going to do? Complain? You're not going to be there tomorrow. I might have told you this guy's <laughs> this story before. It was one of my favorite things I used to do. We used to just play pranks on the on the customers all the time because it's like yeah we don't fucking care if i ever see you again um so uh whenever somebody would come up and ask to speak to the manager like one time (laughs) me and my cousin josh imagine us two like early 20s hair piss ass drunk no shirts on just oil burns all over our arms and torsos and we're just screaming profanities each other because we were arguing about something and there's like all these people in line and the the this one woman comes up and it's like I can't believe you were back there yelling and creaming the cuss. And I just probably looked at her like, I'm too drunk to taste this shit. And she was like, <laughs> I'm too drunk to taste this shit. <laughs> she goes, I even speak to your manager. And so I had these glasses that I made out of two um, <laughs> red and green. One was a lemonade lid and one was a, like a Coke lid. And I made them and I tied it together with uh, straws. I made these glasses. There were these big glasses. And I would, when they go, I want to speak to your manager. I would go, hold on a sec. I turn around, put the glasses on and come back and go, yeah. <laughs> You're such a fucking asshole. But I think I just had a really good idea for how we should have the belt is they should actually be glasses that you get to wear with like a belt at the top of them. Oh, okay. Like one of those, like it's like New Year's 2011. Yep. Yeah. This show's getting too many belts. We only have three competitors. I know. What the hell is this? We honestly, like, we if there's anything we down. need, there's, if there's anything we don't need, it's more belts. We don't even have a tag team division yet, and you're trying to introduce trying to, so many more yeah. belts. We that each hold be, four belts Oh, my at God. Time. When are we going to do the tag team episode? Because I feel like oh, that would be my official... I would, that would be my official episode where I'd bring my sister on because you guys denied me at the live show. Yeah, well, we did. He, well, here's the, I mean, and that was for all of our safeties. But I, I would say that because <laughs> you guys are sneaky and murderous Swedes. We know this. I, I was going to say what we should do is take turns where there's obviously there's three of us. We take turns where somebody, each of us, goes and finds their their uh partner their tag partner who comes mm-hmm. on as a guest they yep. tag up and then the other two you know of, of the three of us tag up mm. yeah mm. um sidebar i really actually have a really good story from uh fourth of july for mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. so i went out to marine to play disc golf and just like sit on the sun which is like very opposite because i'm clearly very white and i burnt the fuck out of myself mm-hmm. so um i was sitting on a towel with my friend And this guy came up to me and he was just like, oh, hey, we have some Swedish exchange students here and they noticed the tattoo on your back. Mm-hmm. And it was because so at the top of my neck here, I have mm-hmm. Huested, which mm-hmm. is like the Swedish spelling of my last name. And they noticed like some of the letters mm-hmm. and they came and told that guy and that guy came and talked to me. And I feel like this is 
actually how a horror movie starts. I was going to say, then you find yourself in a bear suit. And it's yeah, I'm like, thing. no yeah. one, I mean, no, not, I don't know if anyone really on the, who listens to this would have ever seen my back. My back is entirely tattooed to mm-hmm. be able to see the top part mm-hmm. so clearly where you can read the letters. Mm-hmm. Like you're either stalking me or <laughs> like something <laughs> creepy is going on and you like knew I was going to be there and you yeah. met me there and you just like fall in. Uh, yeah, it got creepy, but I was, I was kind of like, that's pretty fucking cool. And then also, I was like, I'm really creeped out right now. Were they like, were they actually like, oh, okay, that's even worse. But I was going to say, were they like Nordics? Like, you know, from like, like alien, the the breed, the breed of alien, the race of aliens, Nordics? Here's the thing. Yeah. The Swedes didn't come over. It was the um, old guy only. Yeah. See, that's not right. So that's the weird part. That's, so, that's classic sneaky squee- Swede shit. <laughs> yep. Classic. You should have identified that. You should have identified that behavior way ahead of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it threw me off guard, guys. You know, mm. um, I'm, I'm I'm a little bit naive. Okay. We've already established this. Yeah. Dino girl. Dino girl here is a little bit naive. Don't understand the Bible. <laughs> it's like a bunch of when a bunch of like, um, you know, like, uh, you know, South Boston, uh, like Irish you know, people of Irish heritage, you know, actually go out drinking with a real Irishman. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck. Now that's for real. I fucked you up. You did that, I but up. you were like, I think I'm sneaky. But then I get around all these other real Swedes and they're the real sneaky They're real sneaky. Yeah, no, no. I just legit was like immediately texting my <laughs> tattoo artist and I was like, dude, we need to cover this up now. Like, this is scary. I can't have identifying <laughs> factors on my body anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're just, you're distilled sneak. And then, yeah. you know, they are, they're true sneak. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right, guys, listen, <laughs> let's stop insulting Meg's heritage for one second and let's mm-hmm. get into, well, let's, first of all, I think for anybody who's listened to this one, maybe you listened to the last one knows that we got a new champ. Champ. All right. Steve took it home last champ. month. Uh, and the topic for last month's episode was, uh, horror remakes and reimaginings. Um, and Steve took it home with, uh, with crimes of the future, which, um, Meg, I just think we need to make a pack now. No more favors. No more favors no for more Steve. Favors. We're, <laughs> yeah. No, he owes us. He That's owes true. us a boat. Not only so do you get no more favors, w- but you have to go us. <laughs> yeah. Like we gave him one favor. He now was owes each of us one let's Mm. let's say let's say (laughs) every year we all get like a favor um so this like, isn't a party favor thing like i didn't get a bag when i left our live show like yeah i, I don't no, know no, if no. i'm here for I this i got a couple bags but <laughs> what? No, I, like I, well, I got that weed it was a weed joke oh i got my favor early but like if so at some point during later in the year somebody decides that they like need to change a movie or they need mm-hmm. to you know like Brian and I will confer, or Meg and I will confer. I just like how sweet and innocent Steve is talking to us right now. I, think I don't it's, like I think it. It's fair. No. I, think I think it's fair. I think it's fair. fair. Yeah, uh. I think it's fair. We all just get one each year. That's all. All right. Well, so Steve won, and he picked just a classic of the genre. Actually, this is a movie that I had heard of for years and years and years and never watched. Um, this is one of, I would say... Uh, I mean, the king of schlock 
horror and the low king budget of schlock, film. Period. <laughs> schlock period. Not just horror. I would say low budget filmmaking in general. One Mr. Uh, Roger Corman, a, a, a legend, a living legend. However, uh, this movie, uh, even for him, boy howdy. Yeah. I, this is I a tried. I tried watching it and then got bored and then I had to watch it again today and make myself do it. Yeah, I finished it today too. The film, if you haven't looked already. It's Carnosaur. We got dinosaurs. We got dinosaurs. Yeah. Again, Dino Girl here for dinosaurs. Like there was good parts. Yeah, oh but fuck yeah. Overall, it like ugh, man, they were trying to just drag it to feature length. Anyway, we'll get into it. We're not there yet, guys. We got a <laughs> couple so, things I'm, we got to I'm really surprised. I, I'm I'm surprised, but we'll get yeah, we'll get into it later. But I'm just surprised you found it is such a slog. Yeah, it was just I'm, there were some really fun parts, and there were some characters I really liked. No, yeah. that was the thing. There was like two characters I liked, um, and the rest mm-hmm. of them were super forgettable. I should have totally just started the episode by like laying on the table, offering you guys like blueberry <laughs> that pie. Guy, that's <laughs> one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah, that was same yeah. Here. The Wish.com uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum eccentric <laughs> doctor. Um, I really, I really, really. Um, it, Never, yeah, let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. Because I can go on and talk about that guy for a while because right. he was very entertaining. We will. Anyway, we will talk about him. Let's yeah. first of all figure out what everyone's drinking tonight. Um, I'll start first because I'm not even drinking beer. I, in, for two reasons. One, because this has been a hell of a fucking work week. Uh, I'm going on vacation next week. Just going, you know, doing a little slam by a lake, you know, kind of situation for a week. But, uh, uh, I, I need me a break. This has been a hell of a week work-wise and in honor of Steve's movie where, you know, chickens get turned into fucking dinosaurs, I decided to delve into in my hot dog shop cup drinking me a little thunder chicken with that with that oh, ginger ale. Oh, you're going ale. right back. You know, all I want is you to actually put, um, kind of get like a skewer and actually put some chicken in there. Get mm-hmm. a whole skewer for these these cocktails. Yeah. I, I really, right that's now, what I want. I just have a little thunder chicken, uh, a little, uh, uh, I, I normally like a squirt. You guys familiar with a squirt? Yeah, I'm familiar with squirt. We have a it's it's an alternative. Oh God, was that that kind of squirt? I know that kind of squirt. Yeah, that was the the couple. How many? (laughs) Name the squirts you guys are familiar with. Um, No, but I like. I just really liked how I said. You guys familiar with the squirt? Yeah. Steve goes. Yeah, I'm familiar with the squirt. We get we we have a shirt on our we have a shirt on our T public. Yeah. That is called Splurt. Yeah, and it's a squirt. Because you said don't say Splurt. Yeah, don't Don't say Splurt to me. I think that was the quote. Don't please don't say splurt to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, I usually do a little bourbon squirt. I ain't got uh, any squirt, so uh, I'm going with the with the ginger ale. And I usually throw a little maraschino cherry in there. Sometimes didn't have that. Threw a lime in there. You're like uh, a fucking fancy boy over I'm there. I'm just trying to. I, I'm drinking out of a Brighton hot dog shop. Cup. Sick. That is, Sick. It is, it is the commemorative one from August 2019 where they were celebrating the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. Jesus Sick. Christ. <laughs> so I'm getting after it. This is a Yinzer. For those of you who don't know about the Brighton hot dog shop, it's a, it's a local hot dog shop chain. And uh, they got some I've real dumb... Indulged. Yeah, they get these. You've never had Brighton Hot Dogs? No, I, I haven't. Bitch, what? <laughs> Shut up, Meg. What the fuck are you saying to me right now? 
Oh my god! I didn't know life would get so aggressive uh, so oh quickly. Oh my! It's so crazy. Fucking god! It's such a crazy thing to say, especially I, to Brian and I. It's fucked up. So Guys, I'm from Western New York. I just I I'm either getting, if I'm, my hot dog, my, my hot dogs are AJ's and I don't fuck around. And uh, when I'm here, I, I get the fancy dogs. I'm going to put a I'm going to put a plastic bag over your head. <laughs> Suff- partially suffocate you, Guys, drag you into my car, and take you to fucking hot dog shop, Meg. That is outrageous. Um, and it's the thing is, it's not even my favorite hot dog shop around here. It's just, it's an institution. Um, anyway, I'm drinking a little Thunder Chicken because I'm trying to get just a little buzz on right now. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the phenomena of Thunder Chicken, it's Wild Turkey 101. Um what are you guys drinking? You guys drinking beer? I'm I'm double fisting yeah. right now, um, mildly for effect because shit show of a, a day. Um, but so I have a Miller Lite on my one side, but then mm-hmm. I got a good beer on the other side, and it's called Equal Parts from Hitchhiker. Again, my roommate works for Hitchhiker, um, mm-hmm. but it's uh, a lemon tea sour. So oh, I know I've drank tea like seltzers on the show. And I'm just like all about it. Like give mm-hmm. me tea in a in a beer. And mm-hmm. I'm fucking all over it. So it's it's Me delicious. Too. I like a tea yeah. beer. It's actually like really nice. Beer. But it's like nice and tart. Um, kind of Arnie Palmer-ish, but uh, not sweet. And I like that. Mm. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers ever get down on, uh, <laughs> on an English... <laughs> Like a like an English tea ale, um, yeah, hell yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> from 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 uh, Roundabout. Roundabout that, uh, does one. Me. Yeah, um, what's the one with the uh, Earl Grey? Right, they do yeah, the Earl yeah. Grey pale. Leaning, ale, Leaning Cast does one as well that I really I, love. They do. I actually didn't love that though. I went there a couple weeks ago and I, I saw the Earl Grey and I was like, I want that because I've had this idea. To, you know the. Um, like latte like a london fog which is mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, or, okay mm-hmm. so i always wanted to kind of mimic a beer after that again tm 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 because i haven't seen one done executed well um but uh i i love earl gray bergamot mm-hmm. like give it to me yep. like in my face mm-hmm. um and that's like the tea i usually drink in the morning anyway but uh yeah just add some like lactose with um and a little bit of vanilla like i think it would be beautiful and like a mild and i know that's what leading cast tried to do i just yeah. felt like it it was missing layers you I know say, what i mean i like like i like their beers i do i like yeah. their space they're great um but yeah it wasn't my favorite I'd, I'd say the i'd say the other attempt that was maybe probably better was shoe brew did one okay that was in conjunction with Millie's ice cream, because Millie's does London Fog ice cream, sure. so okay. it was it did have all that lactose and everything that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think though, like if you do an Earl Grey with maybe like a, a little bit of smoked lapsang, that could be interesting. What you might need to tell me what that means. Lapsang is like a smoked tea. Okay. Yeah, so like you get a little smoke and Earl Grey in the same one, and then like make I it sweet. Do. That could be mm-hmm. cute. Sick. I'd be into that. TM on that one. <laughs> I, TM um, I might just like TM your TM. I'd be like, t- yeah, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna do that one. Ooh, so we're maybe like a like a like a like a like a very mild base, but like with some smoke malt, like some oak smoke malt, and then maybe all this. Well, no, the tea the tea itself is smoke. Well, I'm just saying, like, if we want to create the layers of it, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, we could possibly use the tea, but like create the characteristics of the tea within the beer is basically what I'm going after. And then you just rim the glass with lac. Toes. Yes. <laughs> you blow it up your Fuck fucking off, nose. Brian. <laughs> How about you just drink a fucking beer? 
You know what I mean? Like hey, a Brian, goddamn there's, red button. Uh, there's so much creativity we could have here. Let me yeah. let me talk Brian. to the adjunct master down let's, here. That's right. For two seconds. Let's about actually a fancy dry boy hop beer. Um, a beer with fucking GI Joe weapons or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, guys. Microplastics. Microplastics. <laughs> oh yeah, up, crimes Christy, of the, We just upset Brian. I, crimes, and of I the Firkin, <gasps> crimes of the Firkin. It's a British. of the Firkin. It's a British ale, but you film. throw fan you film. throw a bunch of microplastics into the. Oh film. yes. Yeah. Oh my god. We upset, we upset Brian so much he tried to pass over me and my beer. Oh yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He did. Mad. He wanted to start talking about plastic of your and beer behind you. And uh, no, you're not Brian. No, you're oh, not. different you're, beer, different beer. Yeah, you're looking at a picture of a beer I drank on Hop Nation. Mm. The beer I'm currently drinking, though, you'll actually appreciate and won't mm. be a jerk about. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, a, it's yeah. a beer from Dissolver, and they made it in collaboration with Southern Grist. And this beer is called Night of Secrets, and it is a dry hopped copper lager. You know oh, what? Okay. I hear that name, and I just feel like creepy things like not good mm-hmm. things like i don't i don't want to know the secrets that are so, that are happening at night yeah no and like the can's evil so oh, yeah that's kind of cool Ooh, night of secrets. i actually like that that's like, kind of cool yeah dissolver has sick can art i haven't liked any beer from them until now so is that another bible reference though no i don't think so <laughs> they're very they're very satanistic like their 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 up their logo is like their logo reminds me of the void the okay. movie yeah yeah i should rewatch sick. that sometime i've oh, been thinking about it too fucking rules so fucking good. awesome but yeah this this movie or this beer <laughs> is like it's light munich malt and wheat malt and tetanang and huel huel melon hops sure. Sure. um hmm. there's a nice tongue slap are we gonna go uh are we gonna do our little uh uh spinny wheel or is that gonna be next it time? is it is time to spin the wheel this week do, 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 do. Sound effect. Let's spin that motherfucking wheel, you guys. This can we start getting sound effects where you can have this like do 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 do, but it's like spin that wheel type thing, you know? Yeah. Can you, Brian, Steve, make it happen? <laughs> Sp- sound effects, but it's like just the same air horn over and over again. Just yeah, <laughs> sure. But he sure. actually just took my sound bite from that and just keeps playing. <laughs> yeah. I just loop it and <laughs> pitch bend it. Can we have a sound effect? And it's just (laughs) Meg going, can we have a sound effect? (laughs) All right. So the first first one is one that I put on the list, and I don't know how well it's going to go, but it's called Sports Horror. Sports Horror. And like, even when I wrote it into the list, it's Sports Horror with a question mark. Is that a thing? Question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Could we, Um, like, that could also kind of mildly be like a high school horror thing or like a, you know, college, like where it's like there's a bunch of jocks, maybe. Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like cheer, cheerleaders. Yeah, um, cheerleaders. There is a cheerleader all... slasher film out there. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, right? yeah. I, but I just don't know if there's like like enough. So do, do we'll we figure have, it out. <laughs> let, let me ask this: If yeah. we do this one, yeah. would it be a situation where, like, if it takes place, like, uh, let like uh, uh, sorority babes in the slime ball bowlerama? All right, sure. it takes place in a bowling alley. Sure, is that yeah. enough? I think so because that's sports. Yeah. But there's no mm-hmm. sports being performed, uh, as far as I know. Okay, there's because the there bowling alley's closed. It's nighttime. Sure, uh, there is another like bowling uh, related horror film as well. So like, I think if it takes place in a sports event, uh, also I remember like 
zombie nightmare. Not that any of us would pick it, but like there was a lot of use of baseball bats in a baseball field, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I think if if we can justify it enough. Yeah. I can think of a couple that have prominent sports scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. I, I think this is a terrible topic, but it's fine. Let's keep going. Hey, dead, the audience might not even vote for it. So that's true. Good. That's true. Shut it down, audience. Shut it Shut the it fuck down. down. Yeah. All right. This, what, this what, might what, be a layup for somebody else. That's true. Fuck you both. You guys probably both have. You, know, you guys already have. Man, I got a couple. <laughs> so <laughs> the next struggle. one, the next one is one that uh, came up last year, but we didn't go through it. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, future directors and writers. Okay. And so the theme of this is anybody who got their start in horror but became bigger. Right. So you're looking like if you think about Sam Raimi is probably the best mm-hmm. uh, Sam Raimi or Peter Jackson are the mm-hmm. best examples mm-hmm. of this. They got yep. their starts in horror but now like they direct Spider-Man and Lord of the Rings. So right. Oh okay, got it. Got it. Yep. I'm following. So, yeah. Okay. If they got their start. That's number okay. 2 and number 3 Non-traditional vampires. Ooh, I like that one. I think I came up with that one. Yeah, I believe that one was one you added. Can you I give li- me a couple examples? Like, I mean, we're talking about that yeah. one movie that you liked last year. Um, what was it called? Like, um, uh, it was like it was wasn't like a super uninvited. Tra- no, it wasn't uninvited. Oh. No, it was like the um, <laughs> something like. Uh, like their love was in the title. It was like the family, the, like the two brother, the brother and the sister taking care of the like the sibling. Oh, oh, yeah, oh I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. My heart beats because of you or something. Yeah, like that. Okay, my, yeah, my okay. heart can't beat unless you tell it to. Are you talking about okay. like maybe something that, like that would or be something... a great example? I would even go as far as to say something. Basically, anything that's not like your traditional gothic Bram Stokerish type sure. of Dracula vampire. I think so. that'd be fun. I actually saw one. Uh, actually, I already have a film for that one. Mm, yeah, mm, 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 near mm. like a near dark would be. I'm not gonna movie. tell you. A good one. one. Um, 30 know, Days of lo- Night. 30 Days of Light Night. 30 Days of Night would be like a good. I feel like that's. It almost feels true. I mean, I guess I get it. I get it. Because it, like, they're like going into a unique environment. I do love that movie, but I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I would say even, yeah, like uh, <laughs> uh, 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 John Carpenter's Vampires or. Um, or what was the other one I was just about to say? Oh, even like Lost. Uh, not Lost Boys. Um, uh, yeah, Lost Boys. Lost Boys would fit, I think. Just because, yeah. like, yeah. again, but yeah, the farther you can get away from that gothic sense, and like, like it, I'm, I can't think of an example, but like on uh, what we do in the shadows, there's Colin Robinson, who's the energy, <laughs> the vampire. energy vampire. Yeah, if you, can, if you can find <laughs> yeah. like an energy vampire movie, yeah, mm-hmm. I even yeah. think like Blood Red Sky was a good one, but I, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I was trying to Google it. There's actually another one that I saw on Shutter at the end of last year that I thought was really a unique take on the whole vampire thing but yeah mm-hmm. i'll save it it's if actually that, a if bigger subgenre than it was a bigger i remember looking into it and there was a lot more to choose from than i thought there was for sure uh, um so anyway it's a good it's a good concept i feel like in general that people can play off of in unique mm-hmm. ways you know and i feel like it's not as like pigeonholing where people have like exact opinions like zombies i think zombies can sometimes get you like halted in your spot you're like yeah but like they need to be undead and they need to not think and then so mm-hmm. we have like think you know anywho i'm going yeah. off the rails yeah, vampires yeah. feed on people they drink their damn <laughs> right. blood you know yeah. but 
Yeah. But um, the, yeah, the farther the farther away you can get away from that concept of just like biting somebody's neck in an alley, mm-hmm. the yep. more points you get. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know it seems to. Oh now. my gosh, I just want a live video of like every time we say something is just like a plus sign in the corner or something like that. Can we it's like a video game show? <laughs> yeah. All right. So those will be our um showdown topics for uh for you to choose from in uh, July for our August showdown episode. Once again, sports horror. Um, is that a thing? <laughs> sports horror? Question mark. Uh, in parentheses, is that a thing? Question mark. And uh, future directors, writers, and non-traditional vampires. So quite an eclectic little one. shot there. And you know what? Hey guys, uh, hate to be the the you know break this to you without very much ceremony, but August. You know what that that means. August is full on pre Halloween. Mm-hmm. 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 So once this is my... where we insert a sound too. Yes, this is where we insert like spooky door creaking, witch cackling, skeleton, skeleton xylophones. Spooky skeletons, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now let's get into Steve. I'll turn it over to you because we got a little fucking flicky. That I was affectionately referring to as Carnosaur colon the insult comic dinosaur. (laughs) 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 Because this motherfucker is a damn puppet. He rude. Yeah. (laughs) He a rude puppet. And he rude. (laughs) He's a rude puppet. We're talking about Carnosaur from 1993, as produced by Roger Corman, who has, to his credit, 515 producer credits to date. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) That man man make a lot of movies. Yeah. I think Uh, the only thing he rivals is, like, porn producers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, he the film itself was directed by Adam Simon and Darren Maloney, and written by Josh Brosnan, who wrote the novel of Connoisseur. Yeah, and oh, this Adam is based Simon. on a book too. It's based yeah. on a book. Oh my based on a god, book that was that came out <laughs> before the book Jurassic Park. Yeah. And the movie came out before Jurassic Park. Ooh, yeah. Jurassic Park's so derivative now. It well, is. it was written 100% to capitalize on Jurassic Park, but then it came out before Jurassic Park. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, because Jurassic Park, obviously, Roger Corman, he's tied into Hollywood. He knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. He gets word, Steven Spielberg's making a dinosaur film. He says, fuck that. I'll make a dinosaur <laughs> film quicker. <laughs> <laughs> You would think he would have wanted to be like, let's wait and see if Jurassic Park is a big hit. And then I come on the heels of Jurassic Park, pick up them scraps. But no, he's like, I'm going to beat out Jurassic Park to the punch. That's how smart Corman was. (laughs) That's why he has 515 producer credits, because he can predict the market. And he said, oh, shit, Dinos is going to be huge. I better get out there with mine. Dinos is going to be huge. (laughs) I better get Carnosaur into the videotape stores. Yeah. So everybody can pick that up when they think they're getting another Jurassic Park. Yeah. And this had to have uh, went straight to video, right? This didn't get a theatrical. No, I think it did get a theatrical release. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure this one got a theatrical. Well, I mean, I see the budget was like 850,000 and I'm seeing Mm -hmm. box office is 1.8 million. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. That was definitely probably really good marketing ploy at that time. I mean, honestly, though, like looking at a couple of the cast members, though, I was like, they were definitely a little bit popular at that time. 
Anyhow. Yeah, that is that is how Roger Corman do. He doesn't mm-hmm. shoot block. <laughs> he doesn't shoot blockbusters. He shoots for an incredibly small budget, then makes that budget back and then some. Yep, and then puts that back into the next piece of shit film. Yep. Um, <laughs> now this isn't as apparent, but like when you go into Carnosaur two and three, I'm pretty sure they didn't get theatricals. But like even if you just watch the trailers of those films, you can see like how Corman reuses elements between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like he reuses stunts and puppets and shots all from one film to the next to make those films cheaper. This is what makes Roger Corman one of the best filmmakers ever <laughs> from a commercial sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just wild, like he can't. He, isn't it like uh, I, I've heard this? This might be one of those like bullshit stats that somebody made up. But mm-hmm. of his like five hundred something credits, he's only had like a handful of movies that weren't profitable. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's something that's like that. That's pretty impressive like, though, too. And I feel like that's like I, I think it's like a cool testament to like people just wanted to follow the schlock as you guys so mm-hmm. put it. Yeah, you know what just, I mean? He knows what he's doing. Like he's just like I know he knows how to make a competent film on a absolutely hilariously small budget. Yeah. And like, even like, obviously he's kind of a prototype for the asylum. Right. And like the way they just kind of churn out those fake ass films that come out. But like, even watching Carnosaur and comparing it to asylum films, Carnosaur is a far more like competent and smart. Like oh, it, it's it's yes, uh, ninety per. N- honestly, n- that's not even an exaggeration. Ninety percent of those asylum films are unwatchable. Yeah, like they're just absolute bullshit. They literally made them just to go in the five dollar bin at Walmart. Yeah, we did Titanic six 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 on this. Jesus show. Christ! Mm-hmm. What a piece of garbage! So, yeah. <laughs> so you made it sound fancy. Garbage. <laughs> But yeah, let's get into the plot of Carnosaur. Carnosaur, it is uh, basically about a genetic engineering doctor who goes rogue and she genetically manipulates uh, like ch- their chickens to mm. grow and birth dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But in that, she creates a virus that infects all of humanity, which right. also like just can we talk about though like the opening credits though and what i yeah. loved about it was just uh-huh. like each of the experiments and each of them got more ridiculous you're like we're gonna try an iguana but the goal is a chicken right. we're gonna try a pelican <laughs> but the goal is a chicken and yes. i also felt like the last one being a turkey i felt was like we always come full circuit circ- circle to turkeys <laughs> being the most ridiculous thing Tur- that you could probably turkeys. put in Turkeys always come full circuit. <laughs> turkey, circuit. <laughs> Turkeys, turkey always come full circuit. <laughs> yeah, so the opening credits do kind of rule because the it's all of this. Uh, the, the film itself is pretty ahead of its time as far as like anti, uh, like uh, farming. Like uh, what? What is it? What like kind factory of fa- farming? Factory farming. Yeah. yeah. Anti factory yeah. farming. Anti GMO. Anti. Uh, just copyright law in some ways. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, anti-government. There is, there is very there's like and I hate to give it too much credit for this because it definitely was an afterthought, but it it has this kind of shitty attempt at like being a vaguely environmental horror type is of it, thing. Here's here's the thing, Brian. Let me stop you for a sec. Yeah, <laughs> is it an afterthought or was this part of the book? 
I listen, like is the book better? I'm gonna lay some really heavy information on you guys right now. You don't I read. never read Carnosaur. Did you ever read a book? <laughs> See, I read a lot actually, but that would have been funny if I was like, guys, I can't read. Stop saying that. No, but <laughs> read. don't Stop asking me if I read the <laughs> You'd book. Be like, why do you watch all those foreign films with subtitles? How do you? You know do what that? I think though is like we are missing is that we keep coming around to different things that need we need to start reading. You know, we have the sadness. Mm-hmm. We have this film. We have. Uh, my this film. is not a need to read. Let's be clear about that. I actually, Brian, you don't is know. It? I yeah. mean, we don't know exactly, Steve. My my yeah. thing is, I'm pretty sure Roger Corman tricked the author of Carnosaur into selling the rights to his book. He Carnosaur, probably did. Carnosaur, the book, might actually be even better than the movie, which, as most books are, yeah. But yeah. like, it, I'm I'm willing to bet all of this, all of this anti factory farming, anti government narrative in it is in the book and and they just like it just happens that carnosaur you know was able to adapt some of it could be could be this was weird because yes it definitely has this like environmental angle but then it also like makes the the hippies that like chain themselves to the machines because they don't want like is it what is it a strip mine or something? Yeah, uh, the anti mining film. Yeah, yes. So they but they make them like really annoying and stupid and like right. laughable <laughs> characters. Yeah, the people who are trying to protect the earth and they make like the asshole gun toting alcoholic uh, people who, guy who just threatens people with guns all the time. Uh, like he's kind of the the hero a little bit. Like he's definitely the hero. Yeah. Um, and he's like a total piece of shit and like threatens to kill all the hippies. So that's what I mean when I say like. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think by making the hippies kind of dumb and like just dinosaur food. Yeah. That's just Corman making it more exciting and interesting to watch. Yeah. Where I believe by making Doc, who is the security guard you're talking about, he is he is a more complex character than the movie actually portrays. And we're supposed to kind of believe this arc that he goes from this drunken security guard Mm -hmm. to an environmentalist himself. Yeah. I I thought I actually kind of liked his character. I no, I didn't like the character. I kind of liked his performance. What I meant to say. Okay. I didn't think he did a terrible job. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, I kind of thought he was convincing, and yes, it was like so painfully fucking nineties, you know, with his uh, wearing sunglasses at night and a black bandana <laughs> with him. With like, he looked like he was uh, like a stunt double on um, like Desperado or something. But yeah. he, he definitely, or not Desperado. What was the name of that, that that TV show with the badass biker guy? Oh, Renegade. Renegade is what I meant to say, not Desperado. Yeah. Desperado's with Antonio Banderas. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Renegade Ren- is Lorenzo Lamas. Lorenzo Lamas is Renegade. That movie, or that show, fucking rules, you guys. Go out and watch it. Um, but yeah, he was kind of a rip-off version of that. He's so 90s. But he actually, right. I thought it was a decent performance. He oddly reminded me of like a... a, a not Michael Moriarty. I, there's another guy who I always get confused with Michael Moriarty. God Michael Rapaport. No, not Michael Rapaport. Right. Okay, yes. Michael's Let's just out say there. Michael Rapaport. <laughs> Michael Rapaport moving on. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, t- talking about the cast though, like this entire cast 
is basically playing the game. Where do I know this person from? Yeah, because it is it is the greatest collection of character actors that you'll yeah. see lot in a long time. Great. I mean, that's my favorite part is going. Yeah. Oh, that fucking guy rules, you know, and then mm-hmm. looking up who he is and what, you know. Yeah. So like uh, the biggest one I think everybody will recognize is Clint Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the yeah. first one. I was just like, he always plays that guy in the background eating food or getting wasted. <laughs> yeah. And, and saying like, weird shit and yeah. everyone like, yeah. knows he's weird. And, yeah. 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 He sticks out like a sore thumb in this film, but like other people that like, so the biggest name in this film at the time would have been Diane Ladd. Right. Uh, she's obviously very, very known for Chinatown, but I don't know how she wound up in this film, but well, <laughs> she I did. think I do. Um, How's that? This is a Jurassic Park ripoff, right? Yeah. And her daughter was one of the stars of Jurassic Park. Oh, that's right. Mm. So I think they went out and got her specifically because, oh, like this is going to make it even more connected because because Laura Dern is, yeah, uh, whatever. What, what's her name in Jurassic Park? Sally Sattler. Sattler. Yeah, yeah Sattler yeah. in, in Now I just Park. feel like this is all just somehow symbolic because she was the one at the end who was like trying to birth. She birthed another baby dino, right? Mm-hmm. So she basically right. birthed her daughter and right. basically birthed Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. You know right. what? It, yeah, it, you got she, she was she was the top to bottom on it. Yeah. <laughs> she was you got it, Meg. She was more the bottom, <laughs> but um, she did fart out hey, an egg. we don't understand her kinks, so let's not and, actually make and, assumptions here. Speaking and, of kinks, I was watching the part where the women are shooting eggs out of their vagina, and yeah. I thought, this is someone's kink, and they're really yeah. loving this right now. It's either someone's kink, or it's about to be, after now that we're resurfacing Carnosaur in or 2022. There an, or there was an eight-year-old little bride sitting there watching it. Grew up Ages. I think you're right, Steve. I think it's going to be someone's actually after yeah. this episode. Right. <laughs> putting it putting it back into the ether, into the zeitgeist. People are going to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm into egg stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get really I horny when I see somebody before. who doesn't have yeah. like a picture they're on Twitter. They're never going to be able to buy eggs at the store again. Right. Like, they're just going to instantly get a boner. <laughs> this is never going to work. They just open up one of the carts slowly and they're like... Oh, God, that one's a little (laughs) tiny bit cracked. (laughs) Oh, my God, the brown eggs. Oh, God. (laughs) Why are we like this? Little freckles, little freckles. (laughs) Oh, Oh, she got the freckles. (laughs) (laughs) You did it like the voice of like the, with the chicken strips. Oh, my God, God. the macaroni with the chicken strips. Oh, I like uh, that's like my fetish is I like tattooed eggs and it and it's like the eggless best they have the stamp on them. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> She's a rebel. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Easter eggs are like the furries of the group. <laughs> They're always dressing up, being weird, going out of their way, putting bunny's ears on them. <laughs> oh my oh, God. gosh. Are pickled eggs like zombie? <laughs> like yeah. people? Yeah. They're like the zombies of the egg fetish world. <laughs> or they're like the MILFs. <laughs> no, that's hard boiled. Hard boiled oh, eggs. Okay. Like the gotcha. MILFs. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. They're halfway there. <laughs> Let's end the episode, guys. Let's just end it. It's over. We've done as much as we can do. 
we're making this way more interesting than the movie. It's yeah. not that boring. It's got a lot of puppet attacks. It's great. It was fun. No, yeah, yes. I, all, all the I, puppet attacks were fun. You know, I'm not I mean, we lie. talked about Clint Howard. I mean, his death yeah. was literally my favorite, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clint Howard gets his head bit off. Fantastic. I love so, that. I love that. Yeah. So, so the plot, the progression of the film is that Diane Ladd she invents this virus that it infects chickens and humans. They start giving birth to dinosaurs. The dinosaurs go on a rampage. As dinosaurs are want as to do. Dinosaurs do. Um, sidebar, like when we're first learning about who Diane and Diane Ladd's character is in that like meeting at the beginning, did yeah. anyone else love th- I forgot I, I didn't catch the name and I'm trying to look at the cast to like figure it out who it is, but it's like the one guy who's kind of like he works for the government, but he's sitting there with a Coca-Cola in front of him. So great product placement first and foremost, but he looks mm-hmm. like the tiniest human I've ever seen. Yes. And not like a little person, just like the tiniest. You yeah. could have made his chair a little bit smaller. And right. higher. He was like his yeah, chin was like, was like on the table. I yeah. think he has back problems. He, he definitely have. has back problems. And it it, it was definitely just just like an old man that was really sunk into his chair oh, like yeah. all the way down. He was slouching, but slouching in a they opposite must, direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was not, did not look comfortable. Like I was a little bit worried about his health. I thought maybe he should go to a chiropractor. I don't fucking know at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I was just concerned, guys. Yeah. Uh, in that same scene, though, that's where we get introduced to Ned Bellamy's character, Fallon, who is the head of this Eunice Corporation, which is kind of just this overall giant conglomerate they're the ones employing Diane Ladd to create GMOs for their food because mm-hmm. they're looking for ways to preserve food, make food tastier, all these things that, you know, we just accepted into mm-hmm. the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we'll just eat whatever Who gives a shit. Does it taste good? Great. Yeah. I love the scenes where so he's he is definitely it's weird because he, he's like the bad guy, evil corporate bigwig, which was a big thing you know in the 80s and especially in the early 90s mm-hmm. um and he reminds me of he's definitely trying to do the eccentric jeff goldblum from jurassic park thing a little bit um but then he's also doing what's the name of the show that has like jeffrey tambor in it and it's the one where uh arrested development no no but even before that it was um, the one in the 80s with the guy who was in all the advertisements he was like the oh the larry sanders show no no he was a made up he was it was he was a made nope. up tv personality and he was like a computer <laughs> he was a computer created tv personality max headroom max headroom okay so you ever watch the max headroom tv show no you should definitely do that okay do you know the bad guy who runs the corp that does the blip blip commercials or whatever oh okay you know like the main bad guy he is a perfect cross between him and jeff goldblum from jurassic park i could not think of max headroom to save my life that's wild that you couldn't think of max headroom i know i literally (laughs) have been watching the whole series um i was just blanking on it it's because i've it's because i drank about eight shots of gin right now fuck yeah you did because i poured this Uh, class about that that or bourbon rather shit you don't even know what you're drinking anymore that's a good level um no i I almost wanted him to like be a little bit more creepy or you know he's like such a caricature of like some sort of evil villain that just like always his shoulders are like halfway up his head 
you know it's right. like all i wanted him to like just exist as now, so he, he had was this, trying like, to be a little too like sexy cool yeah yeah, yeah like, he's sexy, being a little cool, too though, crazy guys. sexy cool <laughs> a little too sexy with like i get what you're saying meg because like TLC reference, he kind of he kind of has that uh cool like almost vulture look about him yeah. Just like as a person. So like mm-hmm. if he hunched his shoulders up and like Mr. Burns did more and just looked, you know, more villainous, mm-hmm. yeah, it'd make a little more sense. But yeah, he's he's a little too playful and we already mentioned it, but there's a scene where he's in his smoky, dark, dark ass war room meeting room that looks like a set from Doctor Strangelove. It, and it might just be that set. It's like, lit very similarly, <laughs> except for yeah. it's not black and white. But yeah, it might just be that set. And Roger Corman found it and rebuilt it. But mm-hmm. like he's <laughs> laying on top of the desk, feeding weird pie to generals, and he's like kicking his feet. Like he's on his I just tummy, kicking imagining his feet. That like yeah. this is like a ridiculous scenario that I'm imagining though is that like he just found it at a yard. Like he found the whole set at a yard sale, and then yeah. he just used it. Yes, no, that's how Roger Corman do. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he literally just goes into back lots and says, "Can I have this?" And it's yeah. pre, it's pre built, and then it's they already just, broken. You were gonna yeah. throw it away. You were gonna t- pay somebody to tear it apart. Yeah. yeah, I love the the scene where he's feeding the senator like GMO blueberries. Oh my yeah. god, that was my it's favorite. Such a what weird is like scene. the phrasing? It's just like the um like singer and like like a jazz club laying on the piano. He really was like, like it, yeah. I was like, who does that and is respectable? Like, as far as like in his scenario, <laughs> the CEO of a company would never do that. <laughs> no, it's it's just such a weird, yeah, it's such a weird character decision. But um, do you think I, that was I, I his choice? It. I think I it li- is. I it like feels to think like it. it. Yeah. It feels like it. Yeah. 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 That's definitely one of his acting choices. He was just laying on the table and they said action and he's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine he was directed to do that. I think they <laughs> gave him some latitudes and he really went for it. Yeah. Yeah. He, I I believe that was one of the a choice that was made. I believe the sheriff later on uh, when he's just basically doing Carl Weathers from Predator in the town. <laughs> Uh, that was a choice. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Uh, whatever that story Clint Howard tells in the diner, that's his own. Yeah, just but fucking you thing. You expect that from Clint Howard, right? Though. Yeah, no, but yeah. it's just Those like are his th- actually lived. Li- that was lived life. I yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was actually just during a break. They just yeah. like we're doing getting. Did you guys just, just see like, what just happened? Yeah, <laughs> I love some of the lines in this movie, though. I mean, yes, there's. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about the special effects and stuff a little bit, but there are a couple of the lines that I absolutely loved the first one was when they had like the drunk kids that like almost went over the cliff you know that were all like in the car like swerving around and shit mm-hmm. and they're they're they were supposed to be acting drunk because they were actively drinking and driving like they were like they were like chugging beers and like it was like they were going i want to die from drinking and driving related accident today pretty um, much <laughs> but they were just going like this was their drunk impression. They were just going like, "Oh shit, fuck, oh shit, oh fuck, shit." Like that was just how dr- that was their that was their drunk people acting. Yes, um, and it got like if it was on the background, you would never noticed it. But for whatever reason, I was paying like a, a lot more attention during that part than I was during other parts, and I was like, 
holy shit, they're really leaning hard into this this performance. This, this choice of fucking shit and fucking <laughs> shit and shit and fuck. And I'm like, do you know the difference between like drunk and stoned also? They were kind of doing like a stoner, like a stereotypical stoner type of thing. I don't know. It was bizarre. Yeah, it was definitely like the imaginations of children, which they weren't children, but it's just like the imaginations of like, what would it be like if I was fucked up? <laughs> Yeah, they were like cart. They were like the cartoon mice, like hiccuping down the sidewalk, kind of. Yeah, drunk. pretty much. Um, that might have been more funny, though. <laughs> the best one by far was uh, uh, where? Where is it? Um, a quote that I I think I'll use in my daily life moving forward, which is, "I'd rather have a bottle in front of me yep. than a frontal lobotomy." I noted that one. I feel like I've heard that before, but I do love that line, and I did note it because yeah. I think it's great. I, great I, dad I, joke. I also earmarked that one, and earmarked it as probably a shirt. So yeah, that's a great, <laughs> yeah. such a straight, such a strong, strong one. And then the last one, which I did not write down verbatim, maybe you guys did, but it was something about like <laughs> the guy. So they're busting balls in the van. The two guys who just like sneeze in each other's faces, and they're just disgusting, and they're just eating chicken and doing all this weird stuff in this van yeah and, and the one character actor is a he's great he's a great character actor his name's brent hinckley he's in mm-hmm. a fucking million things like you'll recognize his face immediately basically he plays like every character that's named cletus ever yeah like- <laughs> because he does have like his eyes are a little bit uh i don't know if he does it for his performances or if it's something that's like in his everyday life but his eyes kind of look in two opposite directions a little bit a little bit uh, and uh and he's just he's just a great character actor um but he says he's talking to the one guy and he, and he says something about are you talking he says it's like seismic acti- strong strange seismic activity and he's like you're talking about my wife Strangely orgasmic activity. That's what. It, know, yeah, that's the that's line. So yeah. Strangely fucking. I, I, that caught like, me too. Wait, what are you saying? Because he he delivered it as if it was going to be like a, oh, like a take good my zinger. wife, please. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like making fun. But then it was like, wait, are you saying your wife is good at sex? Or? Yeah, I think that's what, it, that's what he was fine. getting at. That's yeah. cool. Go for it. But just the way you delivered it made it sound like it was going to be yeah a burn on her it was it was such a left turn from what was being talked about like <laughs> but they yeah, go she just it. sounds like a really great wife and i don't know she why you're to, talking yeah, shit she's, man she yeah. likes to fuck and you're and like you're complaining as fuck. like <laughs> legit no the joke is that he doesn't actually have a wife oh maybe oh, that's it. <laughs> the joke is he's a virgin yeah, the, what, the, jer- the joke is that um the chickens are his wives <laughs> Taking chicken bribes. bribes. Chicken bribes. Chicken bribes. <laughs> That's it Gonzo. Makes... Gonzo takes chicken bribes. <laughs> it makes sense if he was saying like strange seismic activity and he's like, oh, sounds like my bed. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, that would have made more sense. Okay. Right, you actually yeah. rewrote that TMTM. Let's we'll yeah, see yeah. that he for the punched up film. the joke. Yeah, that was yeah. a good punch up. Yeah, because it, it, it like his bed shaking like strange seismic activity, but yeah. like just saying strangely orgasmic, <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Like, and it's oh, also like not a common phrase anybody says. No, it's like yeah. oh my wife comes weird. It's like what? <laughs> super. It's like super aggressive. It's really wild. And then he doesn't he even like, know what he's doing. You're like, dude, you might be okay at sex. What if he just kept bringing it up? He like kept bringing it up, and then he was just like. <laughs> 
do you are you saying you want to talk about this and he's like <laughs> they ended up having like a real heart to heart about it <laughs> like he keeps bringing up subtly and like just really stupid jokes and it was like so off and then topic. he's like yeah that's what uh my wife does uh you're like we weren't even it, talking it, about like that's sick. normal i think that it is or is not something yeah. came out of her and i didn't understand it <laughs> we need we need to re-edit the film remove the parts with the fake drunk kids yeah. and put in more parts with these two truck drivers yeah. Yeah. who are like talking about like the dude's strange wife coming like yeah. <laughs> just having like just have some real he just didn't know like, he made her squirt and he's just like freaked out still <laughs> he like, doesn't know, you know how to talk about squirting with anybody else <laughs> But he didn't know how he did it. That he just is, thinks it's yeah. actually a disease now. And he actually had to go to church. <laughs> he actually went to church. He's like, what the fuck happened? He's like, your wife needs burnt now. She's a witch, actually. <laughs> that is that is a another variation on our splurt shirt. But it's just a, it just says, I don't know how to deal with squirt. I don't know how to deal, deal with I don't squirt. know how to deal with it. <laughs> what do we do with all this? What do we do with all this? It's not what? like a vat, Meg. Jesus. Yeah, what am I? What am I supposed to do with all this squirt? That's the shirt. He's he's not in a Costco warehouse. <laughs> What, what am I do with all the squirt? <laughs> Can you just do a squirt uh, t-shirt with the Costco logo? <laughs> like in the <laughs> Uh, we're the only ones that are gonna get it yeah it's only for us that's most of the show yeah so um, yeah so through all these chickens hatching and then attacking obviously we get townsfolk getting attacked we have the people at the chicken farm and slash research lab getting attacked and then you have the character we talked about doc who is out at the quarry and his he's have a whole separate thing going on with environmentalists attacking and attaching themselves to the construction equipment for the quarry. And this is where he meets Anne slash Thrush. Thrush. Because that's her that's my new hippie nickname, name. guys. Yeah, that's her hippie name. So, Which is that disease you get when you take antibiotics. Yeah. And, like, you get a bacterial or you get like a, a fungal infection in your mouth or something. Isn't yeah, it? it's a fungal infection of your mouth. Gross. But hold it's on. It's not my nickname now. Yeah. But it's also a type of bird. Oh. So I think. So That's I th- a joke, yeah. Yeah. I oh. think I think the writer was like, oh, yeah, thrush, like a bird. And then found out, oh, fungal infection? Oh, well, it stays, I guess. Well, she is a dirty hippie. She, she is. Yeah, that's what, exactly. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. It's like mm-hmm. it's a bird, but also she's gross and disgusting and she's going to die. <laughs> but also birth some dinos in the meantime. Sure. Also, so that's how I assume everything happened is they say motherfucker at the end. But in that fairy, like, it was the 90s. I'm yeah. trying to think about what the shirt variation of it is, where it's like... Uh, something about squirting dinos, <laughs> like, pop, like popping out dino eggs. But it's like a question. Eggs. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. again, it has to serve somehow question that on the shirt. All right, we'll we'll work through it. We'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Thrush is played by Jennifer Runyon, who you may or may not recognize as she was the female student in the opening of Ghostbusters. The one that Bill Murray's hitting on. 
Oh when, uh, yeah, yeah, when yeah, he, yeah. When he's doing the uh, elec- the electroshock experiment, mm-hmm. um, she married Todd Corman in 1991. So you can probably guess how she got this role in a Roger Corman film. Yeah, that's <laughs> Uncle his Roger, sister-in-law or yeah. half niece. Uh, it's like niece-in-law because like Todd is Uncle Roger's. She yeah, definitely nephew. comes off like oh, a see. lady that just needs a job. She just needs a hobby for a little while. <laughs> Get this she housewife comes, a fucking it's hobby. Like the harshest. It's a, she seems like the kind of lady who just like needs a job. <laughs> she needed to get out of the house. Jesus, Meg. <laughs> Guys, I'm sexist. a fucking feminist. <laughs> no, uh, that was really rude of me, but that was Give a joke. Give this lady a job. <laughs> Give this she lady can't a fucking cook. job. Give her a job. Her choices were star in Connoisseur or sell pampered chef. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Mary Kay was knocking at the door. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Jennifer Runyon Thrush. She is the she is the female lead that Doc falls in love with, and it's just like the laziest kind of writing as far as falling in love because mm-hmm. she shows up one night and he lets her go and then doesn't turn her into the police and then like one night later they hang out and she gives him a shitty knot like friendship bracelet <laughs> yeah it seemed like it was a very third grade roller rink romance yeah it was <laughs> yeah. It's like I like you you like me but like do you like like me <laughs> yeah Here, and what if she passed him like one of those like uh, little notes yeah those little oh, notes yeah. that were like a like kind of like a paper football kind of folded up right yeah yeah mark yes it or was no a, it was <laughs> yeah. actually like rolled up and just like put in her skate and then it's like she had to like find it and she didn't find it until later <laughs> and then like it was just like super cute and romantic you guys yeah I'm here for the yeah. love story today you know she, she passed it my back night. to him. Come for the carnosaurs. Stay for the romance. Come see you, M, for the carnosaurs. That's not how you bring people in. Squirt for the romance. Come for the carnosaurs. Squirt for the romance. Oh, God. <laughs> so Meg just said that. I just, I just I know. literally just repeated what she said. Just saying it again is upsetting, though. <laughs> you guys can, like, call me out at any given point. <laughs> oh, that's that would be a sweet... I'm trying... That would be a sweet, like, Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think... I don't think they're going to show Carnosaur on the Hallmark channel. I'm sorry. Well, there doesn't have to be dinosaurs, <laughs> but maybe, like, the woman's, like, a paleontologist, and, like, she's just, like, really busy. She has such a demanding career, and she can never find love. She's mm-hmm. always moving all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, <laughs> she falls in love with this... Um, I'm going to assume he's a, a, he owns a bakery or something like that. Um, but, I mean, squirting happens. Sure. Is this a Christmas movie too? It's. I mean, it's set at Christmas. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Christmas sore for December. I'm, again, we're making this movie way more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you a lot to think about. You, yeah. you get a whole bunch of you know. Aside from all the goofy character actors, now you can put them in other situations. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the reboot that we need. We need yeah. carnival dinosaurs. Like, with how goof ass Jurassic World got, you have to get into these crazy situations. You have to have small town dinosaurs opening bakeries. You have to have. 
I'm here for it. I'm working, like, I'm like working my lady. Serious face now. Yeah, like lady Let's boss, working dinosaur lady bosses. They're all girl bosses because all the dinosaurs are female. That's what mm. you learn from Jurassic Park. Guys, you that was a super like sidebar thing. Did you guys catch that meme where it was like this heart? that looked like it had been smoking for a hundred years and it was just really sad. And I was like, even girl bosses need forehead kisses. And I'm just wrapping <laughs> that into all of this. Well, you know what, Meg? I think that's very appropriate because Diane me, Ladd yes, is, definitely. yeah, but I mean, Diane Ladd is a girl boss in this movie. She's a total, ba- total boss bitch. She's and also she- just like a bitch. <laughs> She's, she's a boss bitch, also a regular bitch. <laughs> because nobody gave her forehead kisses. If she, if somebody gave her forehead kisses, maybe she wouldn't be trying to end all of humanity in favor of dinosaurs. I mean, that's how you end up. You don't. You can't squirt. You can't squirt without a little flirt. You know what I mean? Oh God. <laughs> a little forehead kiss. You know, a little you can't squirt without the flirt. I'm not making like five different squirt shirts. This isn't happening. Squirtshirts.com. Squirtshirt.org. Squirtshirt.edu. We donate $1 from each shirt to some sort of charitable cause. Squirtshirt.edu. I also oh, think God. at the end of the day, we do need a Pornhub like logo shirt too. This is Halloween's mm, forever. Sure. sure. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't know <laughs> one of her quotes that I did love, and that's exactly related to that. And she's like, in the study of nature, one must be as remorseless as nature herself. I was like, fuck yeah, bitch boss. Fucking go. Um, yeah, sorry. I was trying to take it bitch serious, boss. and it does not actually work at all. I just need to go back to being ridiculous right now. Yeah, she. I mean, she's full on renegade. Like mm-hmm. she, she's taking the company money from the weird Jeff Goldblum CEO, and she's using it to engineer the end of the world. I'm just surprised that they didn't pull the stick song "Renegade." Like as soon as she came on screen, I feel like it'd be like it'd be That's so too perfect. much money, Meg. Too much money, and Roger Corman would not put up with it. (laughs) Roger (laughs) Corman will not license music like that. That's a waste of money. Are you crazy? (laughs) Uh, Clearly, yes, is the answer to that. Yeah. uh, The the other thing I like about this film is just there's almost never you don't go two scenes in a row without somebody getting attacked by the carnosaur. Like you, you get a carnosaur attack, and then like an exposition scene. And then a carnosaur attack. It's never like like yeah, let's do a extended. Well. Yeah, it's yeah. never let's do an extended explanation or anything. I think probably the longest drag is when Doc and Thrush are like having their third grade romance. But then, like after that, you know, those kids get killed, and that's fine. And then you know, Doc and Thrush find the dead kids, and then you, you get like more attacks. You get Clint Howard getting his head bit off. You get fucking. Mm-hmm. The people in the truck getting attacked. So, and then you have like the Diane Lad. She has set up like that Resident Evil corridor. Yes, where like yeah. there's there's like spinning lights and a laser that cuts that dude's hand up. That's fucking yeah. crazy. And they keeps yeah. him in there with the giant carnosaur. That rules. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely didn't expect that. felt felt a little felt a little out of left field. But yeah. um, I'm not. I wasn't complaining. It was a cool scene. I um here's a question, and this just reminded me because you were saying about the truck scene. Mm-hmm. Um, that seemed to me 
to be a direct ripoff of the Jeep scene in Jurassic Park where the little spitter dinosaur ends up in the Jeep with Wayne Knight. Oh, for sure. We definitely can just accredit this. Diane Ladd had yeah. the insight. I bet you she was speeding shit oh, back, bro. She might have. Because I'm going to say, how, she, how did they know that was going to be in the movie? Unless somebody who worked on like both movies or somebody knew somebody. I guess Roger Corman knows what's going on in Hollywood, I guess. But like, it was essentially that scene. But if you remember, that's a great scene in Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. Iconic oh, yeah. scene. But you don't really see anything um, besides getting the shit spit on his face, you don't actually see anything happen to Newman. You know, he doesn't, have, you just see like the Jeep rocking, you know, and you don't come a knocking kind of situation. But in this movie, they show it <laughs> there. You could tell Roger Corman was like, oh, that scene. Okay, but let's show everything. Right. Uh, and it's a little dinosaur just eating the fuck out of everybody's. Like, at first, it definitely looks like he's just giving everyone, like, tummy sticks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But then, of course, he's, like, eating their guts and stuff. But, um, yeah, I was just confused. And, like, because I watched it, it was, like, all obvious Jurassic Park ripoff. And then I was, like, oh, my God, this came out first. Right. Which didn't make a lot of sense. But I guess he could have heard that through other channels. See, see, and I think it's – I would have to look – at what the the full production schedule for the original Jurassic Park was. But I felt like that movie took like a year to make mm-hmm. because they did like, so say they did the principal photography and everything first, mm-hmm. and then they had the, they, they had the animatronics, but then they had to, all the CGI they made, like they basically invented from scratch because CGI wasn't a thing really back then. So like, I felt like they their post-production time was so long that Corman was able to crank out this 60-day movie or whatever. Sounds mm-hmm. about right. You know? So, like, he would have known everything that happened on pr- principal photography, made his movie, and then Jurassic Park finishes. And which is also why, like, there's a line in the film of, like, they're talking about dinosaurs being made. It, it was like, it's a line between Diane Ladd and Doc. And Doc's like, oh, sounds like a great theme park. You know, which again is just another reference to Jurassic Park. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. I, I. I. Yeah. There's definitely like he pilfered things that he knew was available. You know. He maybe he even got a fucking shooting script. Could you have. Know? So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corman's Corman's connected man. He's yeah, not. A, he's on the inside. <laughs> he's resourceful. He'll find. Yeah. He'll figure it out. I. Uh, I. I would be curious to find out what where he got. The dinosaurs, I, I can't imagine they were built for this. Mm. That seems like not something he wouldn't spend the money on. Right. Um, but they had, you know, some of them were just straight up puppets. Um, and then other ones were um, like animatronics. Right. Like specifically the ones where they keep looking up like the, um, you know, uh, during the during the hippies, you know, getting munched on the backhoe or whatever it is yeah and uh you know you look up at it and its eyes are moving and its face is moving and it's like it's a full-on animatronic kind of thing yeah i i feel like it's possible that he did spend the money to build because like meg said it's like eight hundred fifty thousand. You yeah. Know? So like there is some it's money not involved nothing, yeah yeah it's not nothing so it's probably like half the diane lad and then you know the others <laughs> like everywhere else yeah. <laughs> but i feel like he probably did spend the money to build these carnosaurs because they also get recycled in future movies 
Yeah. Wait, can yeah. we take a step back and maybe it's something that might make me sound super naive. The name Carnosaur. Yeah. Are we like, where is this name coming from as far as like, are these supposed to in theory be like mechanic? Like in theory, he, in his mind, he's looking at them as like basically manufactured things like cars. Am I like where am I at with this? No, I think it's like a carnivore dinosaur, like a like meat eating dinosaur. But that's what they are. Most of them, some of them are anyway. Like, oh, god damn. Yeah, it. no, it's a bad name. It's a bad but, name. Um, oh, I want I more meaning to it. I want more meaning to it. Like, no, I just think it's like, uh, like a herbivore versus a carnivore, um, and okay, now well, they're like, oh, it's a dinosaur, car- carnivorous dinosaur. It's a carnosaur. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 literally a word. Yeah. Like, like that that is used like they didn't invent it for the book or the movie it's a word sure. that existed i just so i guess does... i wanted i wanted some relation for it to all make sense besides like at the end when the dinosaur is basically fighting the um like little like a uh, piece of equipment and the i was bobcat. just like yeah the bobcat and i was just like basically the dinos going like fuck your couch but like so i was like okay cool <laughs> this is like some sort of like fight here but um yeah no. I, I'm no. definitely getting ahead because I had another comment about another scene, which cracked me up. But um, yeah, uh, no, it's just it's just the fact that yeah, it's it, like Brian said, it's it's just a a, a determination of like there's a carnosaur and then there's an herbivore. Okay, so I would like to see the movie where this is actually just a bunch of herbivore dinosaurs and see what actually would happen because I think it might actually be a little bit more funny. Um, and they're just it, like, they're, they're killing people like a on lot of weed. Actually, the dinosaurs <laughs> just want to smoke a bunch of weed and take shrooms. Mm. Um, TM, TM, TM. We're going to do this as a fan. Stoner dinosaurs. <laughs> I, I like the idea that the, the dinosaurs Herba, are... It's herbivore. Yeah, I'm just really yeah. good at coming up with different ideas. Like, I don't think I have much to contribute to this sh- movie besides just coming up with better ideas for it. <laughs> I, I like the idea herbivore because it, it's a play on words. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a triceratops. But he also loves fucking weed. Yeah. He loves herb. Yeah, and he's you're also like you're like, really scared of him at first, but then he's just like, "No, bro, you want to smoke a joint?" But like he's yeah. trying to be really chill, but he keeps in his effort to be like chill, cool guy. Like he's like riding a longboard and shit, but he like <laughs> accidentally like stabs a bunch of people with that's his giant really, horn. Oh my god! You know, that's he's a like, really long longboard is actually what I got distracted <laughs> really, by at really first. <laughs> Like as big as a bus. Like, I like the I like the idea of the movie being similar to Tucker Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, where like, like he's, they he's, keep accidentally yeah. murdering people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like um, the whole the whole experiment is like the government has been hot boxing this Triceratops. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> they've just been blowing weed or smoke it's in his face. LSD. Like it's actually the like it's a Triceratops that has just been fed LSD for so long that it's now just yeah. like perpetually fucked up. Yeah, and it's just like an MK Ultra. Project. Yes, no, exactly. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Or even better, you the the Triceratops because it's like been yeah just nonstop being fed acid for years and years. 
it thinks it's being really cool, but it's actually like to- raging and eating a bunch of people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like it's Absolutely. like in his mind, he's like, "Chill, guys. You have like, just relax. And then, like, just stay there. <laughs> Stop moving." And then they like cut to like the people's point of view, and he's just like shish kebabing eighty people on his horns and stuff. Yeah. Like he just, he doesn't even realize things are on his face anymore. You're like, yeah. Oh man, we gotta shut this guy down. Um, maybe he needs to go to jail. Uh, That's a great line. Oh man, we gotta shut, shut this guy down. down. He sees like a he sees like a Land Rover, and he thinks it's a Stegosaurus, and he high fives it. But he's like really, you know, like crushing the people inside of the Land Rover. Don't do that stuff. Oh, bro, not cool. But it's actually one of those like. Oh my god. Okay, guys hear me out you know those like bicycle like bar ride things sure yeah <laughs> that same scenario but one of those okay but you're Wait, like what? happy no, ex- please explain again yeah, I'm she's she's just saying like think of the bicycle bar rides and he thinks like it's another dinosaur and so like he goes to high five the bicycle bar ride but he just Wait, kills so all the people bicycle bar ride what's that you've never seen those it's no, like a big. It? It's you like seen groups like of people. It's a town? pedal bar. Yeah. Oh, a pedal yeah. bar. Yes, 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 yes. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But like, you're not upset because it's those people on yeah. that thing. <laughs> they're all annoying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know where we're at with the at this point, but I had like a really. I don't know. Funny. We started. We started writing Herbasaur. It's yeah. Stuck. It's a different show now. Yeah. This is um, all completely one different. One of my f- absolute favorite scenes, um, top tier at this point. Um, do you remember when the dinosaur was outside? Because he kind of like seemingly gets bigger throughout the film. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. well, he very, goes up and it's down. Like he, in blo- size. he blobs it. He's like basically yeah. the blob. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's outside of that like phone booth, and then the phone goes off, and he gets real upset. Mm-hmm. And I, f- yeah. I don't, you can correct me if he attacked it or not, but I feel like this was like the setup for the scene of how fucking phone booths got extinct. And I feel like they were actually explaining a lot <laughs> to me about my life. <laughs> this was the beginning of the end for phone books. Phone yeah. booths, I mean. Yeah, is what you're saying? absolutely. Yeah. I think that was actually it there. Everyone's like, I don't want to know who's on. The- I mean, I- now, if I don't know who's calling me, like, okay. Two things. Uh, if, I'm not going to answer my phone if I don't know who you're calling me. But also, when I work in an office, if it's not my phone going off, I'm not going to answer it because it's not for me. Right. Because right. I don't have that number. Yeah. 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 You weren't care. expecting that call. Fuck your so couch. you don't care. Fuck your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree. The The Carnosaur <laughs> has, carries in some, you know, relevance into 2022 of not picking up numbers you don't recognize. <laughs> That's, I mean, that it's, it's environmental horror. Steve gives so much not legitimate picking up to my phone life. calls so you don't recognize. Those are like the two big themes in this movie. <laughs> oh my God. Why is life what it is? Anywho. Did, did, did you guys happen to pick up on the fact that, like, while all these dinosaur attacks are happening, like, every time somebody investigates it, they try to blame a bobcat? Yeah. But then, <laughs> yeah, but like then the job. end of the film, a bobcat fights the connoisseur? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. This is, like, full circle shit. It's, like, fucking It's weird. like poetry. It so rhymes. Cool. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, um, but, like, who... Who thought of that? Did they have access to a the bobcat? The government did, Brian. The government did. <laughs> I mean, in this, I mean, you know, the writer who who was like it was the okay. government, like literally. 
The writers <laughs> Make, were the government. Oh, Meg is trying to say this film was an op. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I, I have another comment that I'm looking here, just like thinking about the acting, is that um maybe it was uh Anne Thrush's like fucking acting, but there was a lot of like real Amber Heard acting here where it's just like I stepped on a bee. Like it's just like a lot of that. <laughs> you know? <Amber> <laughs> And then she dropped the grumpy on the on the bed. So, what did you guys think about the kind of ending where they call in FEMA to fucking murder everybody? That I just is like darker this was than like, expected. It was, yeah, it was. I just kind of like I have this note. I was like, oh, okay. So basically, the government fucked up, which basically they did by letting Diane Ladd like fucking do her thing and not keep her checked. So they're like, well, we just got to shut this down. I feel like there is another movie we definitely have seen this on, though. Is there's a ton super, of movies? Yeah. First of all, every Resident Blob, Evil movie, yeah, actually, oh, too. Yeah. 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 Pretty well, much. They, nuke, they nuke the town pretty much. And uh, I mean, that's what they always try to are trying to do with Raccoon City and or do, you know, yeah. they just nuke everybody. And then um, what else? Now, this wasn't an, I mean, the, the military comes in, but they they're more like saving the day in the mist. Uh, sure. But and then the guy, uh, you know, murders his. What I uh, want to know is that there's <laughs> multiple Jane. carnosaurs. So basically, what they did didn't actually work. So like, what the fuck? Like, where? Like, we we didn't get a hint at the end though. Like, oh, like it wasn't like the, again, like the blob where mm-hmm. there was like a guy that had a container of the blob, but like we didn't really see that. Like they were basically trying to burn everything. It was more of like a thing action. You know what I mean? Like the thing. Right. Like that's <laughs> yeah, so, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was much more of a, a government fuck up because the government comes in and they shoot all the women who are having, uh, immaculate conception mm-hmm. by dinosaur, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's something for our time. They're just killing all the pregnant women. Jurassic conception. Yeah. So they're having Jurassic, Jurassic conception. conception. <laughs> That's then, actually a shirt, actually. That, <laughs> but it, like, it, like I can see it already. I might even design it myself. Fair enough. <laughs> but like the the uh, doc gets the the cure to the virus and brings it back to Thrush, but then they're both killed by the government. And then the right. government sets that trailer on fire, fire, assumingly also I, destroying the, the the antivirus. Okay, mm-hmm. so for two seconds, I almost didn't think that Thrush was actually killed because she was like laying on the bed, and mm-hmm. the scene was very clearly that they were killing Doc, and but until the fire came into play, right? But I was like, maybe she still could have gotten away if that was like this where the sequel picked up. Mm. Yeah, she's yeah. not in the sequel. I don't believe <laughs> it could. It, it, they might have intentionally left it a little bit open ended. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, that scene itself, even like Jennifer Runyon, wasn't even in it because the whole time she's faced away from the camera, mm-hmm. mm. and like you just see her back and her hair. And I think this like ending was just maybe just tacked on. Yeah, like they just filmed something. That they like, had to reshoot it because something sure. happened, or she had to leave, or you know who right. knows what. Yeah, and then just she got the, called to Jurassic Park as like one of the dinosaurs. You know, like I mean, sure. I think that's pretty much everyone from this film ended and up. And then Roger being Corman dumb. just put her clothes on and stood there, just <laughs> with the back facing the camera. Roger Corman is the is the body double for every single actor and every single. One I of actually movies. just want to understand what a dinosaur kink would look like. 
A dinosaur what? A dinosaur kink. kink. <laughs> oh. Well, it just looks like regular people. Well, like, I just stop. imagine I don't like, know why her husband. To, like... I just imagine her husband probably just like perpetually like, dresses up as a dinosaur just to turn her on. Like, oh, like one of those big inflatable ones. <laughs> mm, maybe a big inflatable, maybe a furry style. Could oh be. The, in, the, in the furry world, they're called scalies. So, oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, if Very you're nice. if you're if you're a lizard, if you're a lizard furry, you're a scaly. So, you can, see that. Makes so, sense. there you go, I'm Meg. There's your so Google. Much. There's your Google searches for the night. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> All the different subcategories of furries. I'm yeah. learning so much <laughs> about myself and about you know my kinks. society and culture. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, I, I don't know what you look up for egg kink though. Sorry. <laughs> egg kink. Uh, what's the word? Like what's the like Latin for, for like egg? I feel like. That's Ovum? A, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is it like, it's gotta be <laughs> like some, something like that. Anyway. Um, Steve's a genius. Of... And he just like knows the shit right off the top of his head. Um, <laughs> where are we over this movie? <laughs> Are we We're done? at the end. Oh, We're, I was yeah. just going to talk about furries for a minute. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Tell me, did you did you get your kids? I feel like a lot of people take their kids to Anthrocon. No, no, I didn't do that. Uh, but I did have a a friend who used to work in the building right across from the convention center. Yeah, and like up high, one of the higher floors downtown, and they used to. Um, like pretty much not work that whole week and yeah. just sit there and watch all the craziness happening through the windows for because they're all it. doing it on like they would put shows on specifically in yeah. the rooms for yeah. people who are watching them in the other buildings and stuff that's interesting I kind of like yeah. that um, yeah. but for reference for people listening uh, we're in Pittsburgh and we have one you guys correct me like we have Anthrocon which is like one of the biggest furry conventions in the country yeah, every year so. Yeah. so we get a lot of people who are into dressing up as different animals and it's like super fun and cute but then also it can be kinky and all this other stuff you know mm. we don't shame here we love mm. all the furries I, yeah. like i've seen a lot of people just like take again just like go to it just to have some fun and then um, yeah i mean they like to party man yeah they, they like to party really they like cool. to get wild they're it's, on vacation they're all they they're from what cool. i understand very well be like no no one starts anything this is they're not furries. a kenny chesney concert no in this Pittsburgh. is not, it's for better this, than kenny chesney yeah, oh my gosh like, I, I it is take, the antithesis I live at, of an, at anthrocon before i went to one chenny chesney absolutely <laughs> We were when we were down. We went down. To, we went down to the North Shore. That's actually Shore. another shirt, Steve. Chesney. Goddamn. Yeah, no, no, no. No, it's Anthrocon versus Kenny Chesney. Like, Chesney. like, Chesney. like that's Ch- it. Chenny. It's got to be Chenny Chesney. Chenny we, Chesney. <laughs> we went down to the North Shore for uh, when when it was uh, Chenny Chesney Day. Me and uh, some of my coworkers just to do some people watching. Oh yeah. boy, howdy! That was a whole oh, thing. Oh boy, howdy! That was How a whole m- thing. Man, did you go down there just like incognito, like wearing cowboy boots? I was just wearing regular people clothes, but I did stand out. Uh, I, have because- a jo- I just have a running joke with a friend about like uh, us drinking cowboys at Ruggers locally, mm-hmm. which yeah. is basically a 24 ounce PBR and a shot of old granddad. But mm-hmm. like the joke is basically that every time we drink it, we say giddy up to one another. And <laughs> he jokes about getting cowboy boots all the mm-hmm. time. And I'm just waiting. Yeah. So, I, you know, my life is only half coming full circle with this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's the. Uh, but I don't want Kenny Chesney in my life ever. No, 
Okay, we're going off the rails again. Yes, we're way, no way, way, No one understands what we're talking right. about anymore, guys. This is now like uh, a lifestyle podcast. I'm stoned now, so I have no responsibility. I'm just following whatever conversation you guys Bri- are going on. Brian is full of bourbon and weed. He's trying yeah, to yeah, channel yeah, the yeah, herbisaur. All right, Steve, <laughs> bring us home. Bring us fucking home. So, yeah, so let's just come right back to the end. Like I said, everybody dies. It's one of the most nihilistic endings before you <laughs> see it. martyrs. It's pretty great. It's funny or how they just below the planet of the apes or whatever that one yeah. is, where just like everyone, just the world explodes or some shit. Everyone yeah. goes to hell. I forget. Yeah. Fuck everybody the world. just says fuck it. Everybody dies. It doesn't yeah. matter. The government gets their way, and then you get two more Carnosaur films. So, have you seen the other two? I I've seen them, but I don't remember them that well uh, because they just they're not like as as on the line as this one is with yeah. being like it's it's over intelligent for the budget it's on and yeah. everything the other two are just not they're, they're just not that shit. yeah are they're they not corman? that oh yeah 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, yeah they're all corman films it's just like like i said he recycles a whole lot of shit in both mm-hmm. of them yeah and just like the I'll, I'll say like carnosaur 2 you get more of a velociraptor like you know those velociraptor the costumes that go around theme parks and shit. Yeah. Scaring that's, kids. Mm-hmm. That's what the monster is. I actually, yeah. mm-hmm. the only other comment I had that I didn't mention in the episode was like, I, they talk about the claws a lot. And then there was one scene where, uh, I'm trying to think of who it was. Maybe it was like the sheriff and he was near one of the dinosaurs. And then the dinosaurs mm-hmm. comes up behind him. I literally almost even like mildly hoped that it was just going to be like a ball grab. Like I'm going to rip <laughs> off your dick thing. And I was like, but that's the only joke that I have for it. Cause I was like, this is what I want to happen, but that's not what happened. Right. And I mean, it was good. I mean, it was a good, like, fucking kill but yeah. like at the same time I was like I wanted it just to be like just like grab his dick like just like make him <laughs> Get less him of dick. a man just, just, just grab his I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a feminist grab him the dick <laughs> rip it off <laughs> like okay but I mean like the sheriff actually was pretty decent I mean, that's you know, fine. Wh- whether it doesn't whether matter, it doesn't matter. Everyone dies. Just any guy. <laughs> I have no, I have no emotional attachment. No, there is no situation in a movie where Meg would find it inappropriate for someone's dick to get ripped off. Exactly. Gotcha. Thank but you, it could Brian. be like Miracle Thank on Thirty Fourth Street. Thank you. Fuck <laughs> yes. you, Santa. Fuck you, Santa. Rip his dick off. I actually want every Santa's dick ripped off. <laughs> Don't take me to a mall. <laughs> <laughs> Meg's actually this is spiraling into like one of her big campaign promises is if she gets elected to office she's going to make sure that she's going to rip the tickets off every Santa Claus there this, is this is back to Meg like in her anti-Christian ways and like the, yeah. how, how much she disrespects Jesus she it carries over into ripping off Santa dicks yeah well Santa and Jesus are the same thing yeah right yeah you put Jesus in front of me I'm going to rip his dick off you <laughs> Jesus doesn't have a dick. He's an angel. It's rounded off down there like a Ken doll. Jesus was immaculated, concepted like these animal yeah. dinosaurs. Guys, um, I don't know why you keep letting me on this show. I just don't <laughs> understand. Yeah, this is not one of Roger Corman's better flicks. Actually, I think we were emulating Roger Corman's films and just this is schlock fucking this is schlock beautiful. podcast. This, yeah. is, this is it right now. Yeah, the, um, this film is getting, getting the respect that it deserves. Megan right now. Yeah. Of how ridiculous my brain can work. All right. All of my all of my favorite Roger Corman movies are have Vincent Price in them. So I will always like I love Vincent Price so much. So I will pretty much watch anything with Roger Corman in it because there's a good chance Vincent Price is going to be in it. 
Gotcha. Um, but mine's death race. <laughs> death race. Oh well, yeah, but that's not. Yeah, I was thinking. I guess I was thinking exclusively horror. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. I got gotcha. um, Mask of the Red Death and uh, you know all that shit. Right. The Pit and the Pendulum and all that. Yeah. All the Poe shit. Them's goods too. Yeah. Damn shit, good. All right. Okay. Anything else on beautiful Carnosaur? No, I'm just I'm right. glad I was able to introduce it to you and make you watch it because I'm the champ. I'm the Champosaurus. You really <laughs> sold you it to us like we would actually like this. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I think no. when I started watching it last night, I was not in the right mind. Set, you know, stay. Were I actually wanted to watch enough? something like. Is I, that what it is? I mean, I was too high. Okay. I feel like when I'm high, <laughs> I was too sober. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I was too. Yeah, I was too high that I wanted to watch something scary. I needed not, not something silly. I definitely uh, am in watching this for anyone who hasn't watched it yet. You, you know, I don't I don't suggest being sober. I think like you got to go and having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like always go in having fun and just like ready to make fun of it. That's the type of film this is. Yeah. That's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, don't be don't be sober, but also don't be too fucked up. Mhm. Cuz you'll just either go to sleep or like not enjoy handle yourself. Your, take handle the your business. Out of your butt. <laughs> and handle you. set it aside. And then take a sip of bourbon like Brian. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. just recreating Brian's scenario for this, like watching mm-hmm. this movie. Except for I didn't take the dildo out. <laughs> See, and that's why you didn't he enjoy it as much. That's why I had a bad time. Yeah, that's why you had Don't bad take time. the dildo out. Gonna have a bad time. Gonna Dude. have a bad time. All right. <laughs> All right. Take um, me off. I want to really quickly, because I remembered I completely forgot at the top of the show, is how the hell are you going to help us decide on these topics that we talked about which i will go ahead and, and i guess um restate now before before i forget sports horror uh in parentheses is that a thing question mark and parentheses uh, fu- uh future directors and writers so again we're talking about your um you know your your low budget filmmakers that ended up being big giant blockbuster filmmakers um and then non-traditional vampires which is actually more open-ended than we kind of thought about anyway if you want to help us pick that for the next episode you're gonna have to follow us on the social medias primarily instagram it's at halloween is forever to twitter which is hello for uh, at hello forever uh right at hello yep, forever yep, yep, yep. um i'm too stoned to actually go through the actual um <laughs> just google things, us but i'm gonna keep going halloween is forever podcast <laughs> on facebook halloween is forever pod on at halloween is forever pod on the tiktoks you got it hey yeah. oh, 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 oh. and Man. halloween is forever pod at gmail.com guys that took an incredible amount of dedication on my part and just willpower and talent. You got a um, Nobel Prize for that actually coming at you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so follow us on them social media outlets if you want to help us um, pick that dang topic for next time. And uh, and then we will throw that out there sometime this week for a little votey vote. Oh, Get yeah. ready for that some bitch. Uh, anything else? Anything else we're forgetting? No, brah. I'm just trying to forget that Steve's the champion. That's yeah. all I'm trying to do right now. Can't forget. Yeah. Send me my belt. Can't forget. Can't stop. I will stop. also run over yours as well. Send me your dress. I'll put it in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> um, 
Motherfucker. <laughs> We're going to have some other fun uh, uh, episodes coming up here. We got a couple guests coming up. We got a whole bunch of rowdy shit. Gonna, like, and again, really fuck up your day. Who do we have coming up? I don't even fucking know at this point. I'm not going to say it. It's a spice. <laughs> cool. Surprise. Surprise. All right. Surprise me. If that is all uh, for the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg and I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm Steve, also two podcasts deep of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Boy, boy. Wee.